Hi everybody, Colossians 2 from verse 16. Therefore let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink, or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions, puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind, and not holding fast to the head, from whom the whole body, nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. If with Christ you died to the elemental spirits of the world, why, as if you were still alive in the world, do you submit to regulations, do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, referring to things that all perish as they are used, according to human precepts and teachings. These have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion and asceticism and severity to the body, but they are of no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh. Paul is continuing to bash down anything that would distract the Colossians from Jesus alone. He's done away with legalistic law-keeping, especially any added requirement for circumcision and festivals and Sabbaths. He's done away with super-spiritual experience-seeking and mysticism, including asceticism, that severity to the body. And here he just sticks the knife in from verse 20. He sticks the knife in a bit further. He says in verse 20 that you died to the elemental spirits of the world. Here are those elemental spirits back again. Remember those demonic evil powers that distort the truth and seem to have power and influence in this present age. Paul is tying these religious distractions and distortions that he's been taking on. He's tying them to demonic power. He's he's really taken these things very seriously. It's telling how seriously Paul is taking them. He says, verse 20, this legalism, this mysticism, this asceticism, it is from Satan and the demons. It is from the pit of hell. And Paul says, when you were crucified with Christ, really those demonic forces lost all their power and claim over you. So there is no need for you to fall for this stuff. Do not keep submitting to this nonsense. Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. Paul says, no, ditch it. Eat some bacon. Buy a newspaper on a Sunday. Go to a church prayer meeting and feel normal and unremarkable. Just do it. If for no other reason than to remind yourself, I don't have to be or do anything to be a good Christian. I am not one, and I will never be one, but Jesus is everything I am not, and much more, and I am his, and he is mine. Jesus plus nothing is everything. Now, Paul is really clear, verse 23, it all looks very good when we do try and adopt all these rules and habits. It has the appearance of wisdom, he says, but it's actually self-made religion and actually verse 23 it has no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh 
being a legalist or a mystic, it won't actually stop you sinning. Oh man, how many of us have made boundaries for our behaviour and then crashed through them? How many of us have made targets for our spiritual life but never even come close? How many of us have promised ourselves that we would never do X, Y, Z again, but oh my goodness, we found a way? No, Paul says, none of this self-made, rule-keeping, legalistic, feelings-driven, performance-based, human stuff ever works. It looks good and attractive on the surface, but it never works. The problem we have as humans is much, much deeper than all of this. We cannot fix ourselves by tweaking or restraining our behaviour. Lots of people around us might look very wise when they can put on a show of it all working great, but Paul is clear that the reality underneath all of that shiny, devoted, outward brilliance is actually demonically deceptive. It is not a growth from God. It is not a Jesus-centred thing, but a human-centred endeavour. It is no way to resist sin and see yourself grow. Taking on rules and laws and regulations, pushing yourself into religious experiences, even severity to your body, Paul says, nope, none of it is going to help you grow. So that's Paul sticking the knife in, making the negative case. This is how not to grow, what has no value in the end. Next time we're going to look at the first few verses of chapter 3. And I'm going to read them now without any comment because I want to end on a positive note. We're going to dive into this next time, but here's just the first couple of verses um, from chapter 3. Instead, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God.